Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. He had said that he found it in a burned out monastery. Cooney Guru is played by Bill Richardson. This is not good. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. Your friend warded the place. And Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Thorson. Because the mud in Jigoku, or Gakido. Now, on with our show. Alright, we open up, and it's the early, early morning of the 16th day of the month of the rat. Later in the day is... Uh, Kitsuki Akira's Kamari contest, but you do have some time in the morning. Uh, Chris, really quick, uh, remind uh, the audience, namely the player who cannot remember what Kamari is. <laughs> uh, Kamari is very similar to Hacky Sack in that they have a ball and the only rule is you cannot catch the ball. And you mm-hmm. cannot let it touch the ground. So mainly you kick the ball back and forth in the air. Okay. <laughs> so it's basically hacky sack. Yeah. And I believe it's also um, played while wearing a full court dress. Traditionally, mm-hmm. yes. Traditionally, yes. Okay. Um. So you guys haven't even gotten up for breakfast yet. And you can hear... The servant Shoji screen door slides shut. Kuniguru and Katsuki Akira stir from the sound, and they see two folded sheets of paper sitting on just the little table. One is to Kuniguru, the other is to Yogo Sojibo. What? I get letters? <laughs> Guru uh, heads over, picks up, uh, picks his up, picks up Soja Bose, looks at the uh, writing on it, looks over to Kira. You want to wake him up, or do we just put this on his forehead? Uh, well, if we wake him up, we do have to uh, compensate him, so. He's got a message. That's the compensation. He gets to read it immediately. Good point. Okay. So, pick up a um, sheath. Stand back and kind of poke at Yogo. Yogo-san. Yogo just goes, "Mm, what? You got a message. Wake up. I'll take it after breakfast. Gru goes over, taps his feet. You have to get up for having breakfast. So it's time. Okay. 
And then Guru hands over the letter. Yeah. Um, I, basically what I'm wearing, I'm not wearing my regular mask. I'm wearing a, just like a, my, my hair is all musty. Eyes are bloodshot. What you can see through the veil I'm wearing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I will let Cooney read his first and then I'll read mine. Yeah. As soon as Cooney handed over, handed over Sojibo's uh, letter, he moved to the other side. Sat down to start reading. Kuniguru says, Kuniguru, we have discussed this back and forth, and we would like to hand over the medallion that we received from the Togashi monk over to you. It is not in line with our research, and feel that it would be better in your hands. Signed, Kuni Komorebi and Kuni Kogarashi. I was wondering how we got we're going to get that. I was just I literally just re-listened to that episode, too. Guru <laughs> looks at it, folds it up, puts it in a interior pocket of, a, of his kimono. I have somewhere to be. I will see you two at breakfast. I nod. Guru nods to Sojibo and Akira. And then he actually heads out so we can take his uh, kimono so we can actually get uh, <clears throat> get ready. Then he's going to go meet with his Kuni brethren. All right. Uh, I'm assuming Yogo Sojibo is going to read his letter. Yes. Yogo Sojibo, I have matters that I would like to discuss with you regarding our conversation at the Scorpion Clan meeting from yesterday. Please meet me before breakfast in the main dining hall so that we may share our secrets. Signed, Yogo Toshinori. Now, if only can remember what that conversation was. This is both player and character. <laughs> uh, you had talked about... No, 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 no. Just keep it, keep it like that. Because it's like he was probably drunk during that anyways and doesn't remember. We'll just say he had a blackout or something. I don't know. Or he got drunk right after. Yeah. Or he just didn't like didn't care enough to remember it, but besides his perfect memory. <laughs> I forgot he has perfect memory. Shoot. <laughs> All right. Well anyways, let's uh, whatever scene you want to do first. I, I will be in the dining hall before breakfast after I get ready. All right, we'll go ahead and do Kuniguru's. So Kuniguru gets down into the labs area. Uh, and he sees the twins, uh, Kogarashi and Komorebi, working on their own projects. There's some plants that are deformed from the Shadowlands, and they're within a ring of jade, and they're studying the plants themselves. Komorebi, Kogarashi-san's. I got your message. Uh, yes. Um, the medallion. Now, wh where did I put that? Uh, Komorebi's digging through some of the different boxes. Uh, Kogarashi decides, and she pulls open a drawer in a chest. Here you go. And it is the uh, Cinnabar medallion with a stylized flame on it. We got it from 
a Tagashi monk, as we had mentioned before. He had said that he found it in a burned-out monastery. I see. Chris, remind me, where have we put the other medallion? Oh, you actually have two other medallions. You have... Because you would have taken the... Earth one. We have water and earth. They're up in your room. Okay. Um, I am going to... Oh. I'll bow as I take the medallion. Thank you. This will aid myself and my companions in working on this side side of our projects. I hope your research goes well. Uh, you'll see the fruits of our labors here at the end of next month. I look forward to seeing the fruits. And he will bow in. And he's going to head back up to the room and going to actually acquire the other two amulets. All right. When you get close, when you pick up the other two amulets, you can feel a slight vibration in all of them. You didn't feel it before, but having three of them close together, it's very, very slight. I'm going to wrap each one in a separate piece of cloth and then secrete them about my person in different areas so they're not very close together. I want to see if they're if distance changes things. Now, are you secreting them or secreting them? Because secreting means you're pushing it out your pores and such. <laughs> I'm secreting them. Secreting, secreting them. I'm setting them around in my kimono in different spots. One in the left arm, one in the right arm, one at my waist. They all still have that slight vibration as they're close, even within close proximity to that, each other. Uh, about your body. As I'm heading down to breakfast, I'm going to pay attention to them as I'm walking and seeing if as my like my arms swing, if there's any change as they get closer or farther from each other. Not enough to where you would notice. It's it's so minor. Okay. But I do I do notice that there is a resonance between the three. Yes. Okay. And I'll just head to the Dining hall for breakfast. All right. Before you get there, we have Yogo Sojavo already down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toshiniro hands over a cup of tea to you. Thank you for meeting me this morning. I needed to speak with you. I heard some secrets last night that may be of interest to you and your problems with any leans in closer Yajindan's heir. Hmm. Uh, shoot. Heir is insight, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. So this would be a sentiment heir. Don't think I got a good enough chance. Um, what are you trying to accomplish? And I'll tell you what the TN would be. Basically, I'm actually more trying to get opportunities to get his demeanor. Oh. Okay. So that's what I'm aiming for, but I think I got to have something else to. So uh, actually, I'm going to judge his conversation after. I got a better idea. Okay. So uh, I will say, Yojindan's heir, yes. We had some trouble with that. What do you know? Well, nothing too definite. Uh, I was. Going through the halls late at night, uh, insomnia, I have a hard time sleeping. And 
I was listening in just as one does to any conversations that might be behind the shoji screens. And I heard some voices. They were transmuted in some way. They didn't sound all natural. And they spoke about how the air would be fooled and allow a Yuchiban through the doorway instead. Crap. <laughs> uh, he doesn't say that. Uh, in fact, he's going to try and stay calm. Uh, this is something that. Hmm. This is. This is bad. Yeah. Uh, I. Upon hearing this, I opened the shoji door to see who it was, but the room was empty. I. There was no one in there. But I know I heard the voices in that room. Come in, three or four of them. I. It was hard to tell. I, I ask. I ask him for yes, yes. Uh, I I believe you. There's plenty. You know, there's plenty of magic, both heretical and via the kami that can help us communicate via long distances. There's also magic that makes you invisible. So they could have been in there the whole time, and you might not have noticed them. Which room was it? It was one of the meeting rooms on the second floor of the main tower. Yes. Uh, I will begin an investigation. I set up a ward that would allow me to know when somebody opens that room again. Mm -hmm. He hands you a slip of paper. Mm -hmm. That will ignite when that door is opened. Oh, thank you. I doubt they'll use the same meeting room again, but just to be sure, I will investigate. And going through my head, so apparently this Yojindan's heir is being duped by a blood speaker cult, which is very fascinating. Yes. Mm. <laughs> the plot thickens. The plot is thick indeed, thick as the mud in Jigoku or Gakido. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will meet my companions for breakfast unless there's anything else. But I would like to. Yeah, well, I'm going to do a theology fire check to theorize. Is that OK? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until I, I explain it to them and maybe Katsuki can do it because he's got better uh, stuff for fire suji. And he's better with fire. All right. Did you want to do any sort of role on Yogo Toshinari? Yes. Uh, sentiment air. And I think I will spend a void point on that. All right. This will be TN2. All right. I'm going to keep everything but the exploding success. So that's two successes and an opportunity with what? It, how much does it take to get the demeanor again? Learn another character's demeanor is one. Okay, yes, I would like to learn his demeanor, and with my successes, I want to know if he's being honest or if he's hiding something else. He's being honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, his demeanor is shrewd, which okay. is plus two to air, minus two to fire. Uh, and you also get to learn his current strife. 
uh, being up all night and having heard this, his strife is at uh, 7 out of 10. Okay. Cool. I'm going to go write that down. He's shrewd. And I didn't take any strife from that. Yay. <laughs> so I will relate this to my companions once we meet up for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, breakfast this morning is rather simple. It's a, uh, por- a rice porridge. With, Which is good, by the way. Yeah, rice porridge is quite good. Um, it's So you have rice porridge and you have some tamagoyaki or egg. Okay. Interesting. So you have opportunity to communicate with each other. So I'm assuming since uh, Sojibo was meeting him in the dining area before breakfast, but he's mm-hmm. b- there before Guru gets there. Yes. When Guru actually gets there, he looks a little odd, like he's trying to feel something. Seems to be a little bit distracted, but he does pay attention enough so he's not walking into people. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of bad. Is everything all right? One thing. He reaches into one sleeve, pulls out something wrapped in a fabric, reaches into the next sleeve, pulls out something else wrapped in a fabric, pulls out something off of his belt, sets it next to the, so those three packages wrapped in fabric, touch one. Reaches out. You can feel just a slight vibration from coming from it. All right. And then then uh, Kuni points at the first one he pulled out. Fire. The second one, earth. And then the third one he points at, water. But we only had two before. Where did the fire one come from? One of my kinsmen, my clansmen, acquired it from a dragon who founded in a burned-out monastery. And since their research is in a different direction, they thought it would be best if I had this because it is more fit with what we are dealing. Hmm. Yes, definitely. Uh, By the way, and I look around, make sure that we're private, that no one's overhearing. And as Sojima was starting to talk, Guru's starting to put things back where they were. Yeah. And I will relate the what it, what was told to me that a Bloodspeaker cult is trying to infiltrate Yojinden's heir and that a certain meeting room we must investigate immediately. Ah. Interesting. I agree with you on that. So, Chris, how much does Guru know of the correlation between Aichiban and Yajiden? So, you know the stories of your homeland. The Scorpion have a different set of stories. The Phoenix have their own. So everybody has their own version of what and what, where Ayuchiban came, where he came from and what happened to him. They know that at some point, all all clans agree that at some point, Yajindan was a disciple of Ayuchiban. But uh, the origins and the current status are wildly different. Okay, it was the the disciple aspect that I was wanting to make sure of. 
Akira, what do you think of this whole situation? And I'm wondering if you could pull out uh, that one fire Shuji you have, which I don't remember the name of. Uh, Truth Burns Through Lies. Yeah. That's a scholar check, and I believe theology is scholar. Yes. Would this be theology? Theology could work, yes. Okay, so theology is one. I've got a school rank of uh, two because of the Kitsuki method. Uh, and you're getting help from me and Cooney, so that's two okay. more blue, well, not blue dice, white two dice. More, two more white dice, so. They can be blue if you color them right. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know why I said I think I've been playing a little bit too many Star Wars games. What? Is there such a thing? Okay, well. Then remember, you get to keep two additional dice. I get to keep two additional dice. Okay. So I'm keeping the four that did not come up blank. So that's uh, three successes, three strife, and one opportunity and one explosion. So let me re-roll that explosion. Uh, which comes up blank. Which happens. It happens. I'm going to say that this is a puzzle. So this will uh, go into your passion. Which just negates those three strife. Okay. So what's what's your total? Uh, That's uh, uh, three successes, one opportunity. All right. So you know that there you've heard different stories in your research about Ayuchiban, and you know that there's no way without traveling to the past to know exactly which one's true. Right. Uh, it's it's just not possible. The fact of the matter is there's some of the stories talking about the blood speakers trying to open up a doorway to his prison. And there's different different methods that have been tried over the years, but none of them have been successful. You also know that a doorway to Gakido has been opened and that it didn't punch all the way through. So there could easily be more information on how to do this than there has been in the past. Right. Good. Relay all of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Puts his head, his head in his hands and shakes it a little. And Maho, they think they can do everything the easy way. Oh, yes. Well, most blood speakers don't use Maho. Most of them use foreign sorcery, which is not much better. Not much. It still attracts uh, the dark commie. And we're saying this as we're walking towards the room, are we? Yes. Yes. Still rather unsavory. And also very low that way. And watching for if anyone's starting to walk by, we don't say anything. Mm-hmm. The problem comes in is that, say, most Maho users don't use or no blood speakers blood speakers don't use yeah but that is what maho is maho is blood magic no they changed it in fifth edition oh, uh, blood speakers basically they still use blood 
but they use blood as in how it's used in uh, some foreign sorcery like human sacrifice to try and open gateways to other realms. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they so basically basically they don't call upon the power of blood themselves. They take they, blood and give it to somebody else to use. No, no, no. They don't no, use something else is, is the difference is that they, they don't what they don't use Kansen. That's the difference. The thing is, it's it's still blood magic because yeah, yeah, it still attracts Kansen. It attracts Kansen like no tomorrow. It's just it's not their blood all the time. It's blood of others. Yeah, it's it's. I'd have to. It was in the last province. It was actually a very excellent episode. I really liked what they what they revealed in that. Uh, I have to look into that since that actually fits the realms. Okay, so I'll be looking at that. Anyways, back on to the game. Yeah. So we have blood blood speakers who are trying to bring back Yajidin. Yajidin. No, they're trying to bring back Yajidin. Well, we know those... the of Yajidin is trying to bring back. We don't know if he's a blood speaker, though. I'm only assuming blood speaker because most blood speakers are trying to awaken a. Uh, not awaken, retrieve Ayuchiban. Yes, but what I was trying to say is that we have a group that is trying to bring back Yajid, and you, you're doing it as the heir, but mm -hmm. there is a group within there that has decided that, no, they really don't care for Yajid to come. They want Ayuchiban. Yes. The easiest way is not the ways they're using, which I am glad for. Because I hope they're not using the easiest way. There is no easy way to get. The easiest way is to go to his tomb, but that's still not easy. <laughs> I'm just saying the easiest way. I didn't say it was yeah, relative yeah. easy. Relative ease, yes. Yes. Problem is, nobody knows where the tomb is. That's one of the most closely guarded secrets of. Yes. That's why it's not that easy. Still easier than what they're doing, but. Because trying to. Break a hole through the realms, as we have seen since they did not go completely the way they wanted. Yeah, they almost succeeded with uh, Gakido. Yes, but it's even then it didn't and it has become a problem. And so problem we have to clean up. Yes. And Kuni gets a little silent as he contemplates as they're continuing to walk. Yeah, and do we get to the room now? Yeah, yeah, you can be at the room by now. Yeah, um, I will try and deactivate the ward so the paper doesn't burst into flame on me. Okay, uh, um, let's see. I'm going to say that that is a theology role. It's going to be a uh, fire theology. All right. Uh, it's a fairly complex one, so I'm going to say this is going to be a TN3. Hmm. I'm just debating whether I want to spend my last void point on this. We well, I didn't no. give you a TN last time, so you get... Oh, okay. Well, you that was another... Suki. Oh, right. Yeah. So... So uh, technically, yes, it would still be his last void point. Yeah, I'm going to spend a void point. This is... Probably not going to go well. Oh, nice. Well, remember, it is fire, so you're you'll get bonus successes. 
if I succeed. It, it, true. <laughs> Shit, that is a lot of opportunity. And, and only one exploding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll keep those. I will not I'll keep those opportunities, but I will fail with one success and three opportunities. I'm going to pull. Give me a moment. That's a lot of opportunities. You can notice something missing or out of place that is not directly related to the task. Yeah. You can fail in a flashy way, drawing attention to yourself. He drops the paper as it bursts into flames, and it's in such a time that he doesn't burn himself, which is a failure in a flashy way. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to notice something missing or out of place and then use the other opportunity to cancel one of the strife. All right. And that strife would have been a result of the fire bursting. All right. So what you notice is that the servant door is jammed shut. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll open the door and the paper will burst into flames because I can't figure out his the right uh, ward for it to deactivate this ward. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So, yeah. All right. Inside the room, it's a pretty basic meeting room. There's a low table and some tatami mats, as well as some cushions for prolonged seating. Yeah, Guru looks around looking for anything that seems out of place to him. He knows he's not as good at it as Akira, but he's still going to look. Step in, do my thing, take a look around, see see what uh, may seem out of place or and the like. All right. So, Akira, go ahead and do a water investigation. Uh, so there's no investigation. Roll. Uh, um, aesthetics. Aesthetics. Okay. And you will get assistance from the other two because I'm assuming Sojabo's looking around as well. Yeah, I don't have aesthetics though, so. Neither do I. Okay, so. So you get two black dice. Two extra black dice. Okay. And you will get to keep two additional dice. Uh, you do have that void point from earlier. Uh, again, I'm not telling you the TN for this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to re-roll the entire thing, so... That's better. Okay. And add another white. Ooh, that's a lot of success. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Seven successes, three strife. Okay. So you notice a lot in this room. There is an almost imperceptible hair's width line that bisects the room. Uh, It's just hardly noticeable in the woven straw of the tatami all the way across the room. You can also see the tiniest drop of blood in the corners of the walls, as well as on the edge of the door frame. They're hardly, it's the size of a pinprick. The drops are so small. You can also see that there were three people standing on the tatami mats 
based upon just the slightest indents from before it's had a chance to relax from the night before. Again, no one would notice this except you. Soldier-Bosan, uh, you say that uh, your friend warded the place? Yes. Hmm. Because I do notice that there are some blood drops in the corners and on the door frame here. Huh. I'm I'm not sure if that's what he used. Don't I doubt it, but that does seem odd. Also, there's a right about here, there's a line goes across the middle of the room. And Guru's trying to look for where he's pointing at. Yeah, you can't even see it. Yes. And it seems that there were three people standing here. Did your compatriot uh, mention anything about the occupants? Uh, he said there was a few. He, di he didn't see how many there were. Mm -hmm. You see where they went. Yes. Think about this. What have we seen in the past? Mm. I'm thinking Continent? they probably did open up a gateway or something. That is what I am thinking. If there were three people here, as you say, and there is imperceptible line in the air with blood on the door sill and the and some sections of the wall the, and they were able to use a portal as we have seen that they have started in <clears throat> they started have started trying to utilize then it would not have mattered whether Sojo Bo's clansmen warded the room or not that would be my guess yes though I would expect that the warding was done after they had already left and they have not been back. Hmm. I have some people I need to talk to. Yes. This is not good. Flitters of Jade is a work of fiction. It is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Nice Play Games, or Edmundy and Music is used with permission. SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, AaronCurtisMusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nick's Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Glenn Thorson. The story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at Facebook.com. Podcast of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grab the J-Strike it, grab the